0: Welcome to Motivation Central Station. I'm Grandpa Jim. I want to talk about George Floyd today and the police brutality that I've seen. 40 years ago in the city of Milwaukee, I witnessed an African-American gentleman dragged behind a paddy wagon on Milwaukee's lakefront and saw him get beaten with billy clubs and so, two nights, a couple of nights later, maybe three nights later, I walked in a police brutality protest with a gentleman by the name of Father James Grappi. And if you go Google him, he's a icon. Um, there's a Wikipedia page on him, and he's known as uh, organizing the Selma of the north he organized the african-american community here and they did a walk where milwaukee is the most segregated city in the united states and so he organized this walk to go across uh, a bridge here from the african-american neighborhood to the Uh, roughly Caucasian neighborhood at that time. And so there's a lot of history with him there. But I remember witnessing this person getting billy clubbed for nothing, that he shouldn't even, you know, had something... Um, like a citation written for, you know, there was no justification whatsoever. And this really uh, got into my skin. And even in the 60s, 1967, 68, uh, when the riots were here, this is actually when James Grappi did the walk. We had the National Guard come into Milwaukee, and there was a lot of rioting and stuff in our downtown area. And we couldn't go out of our homes for two, three nights that summer. And I remember my uncles coming over to our house just talking, very racist and stuff like that. And I would always be thinking, what, what did anybody do to you guys? You know, like, like I just didn't understand it, even as a kid. And so, anyway, I witnessed this guy... Um, being beaten when we walk in this protest. We were told that we might get our skulls split open because the police were very violent in those days in this community. They loved to use billy clubs and that sort of thing, And, and by God's grace, it was a peaceful walk. But me and my wife were in downtown Milwaukee last night, and there was a young Caucasian girl with a George Floyd poster that she created in this was the most beautiful piece of artwork. I will put it on the Motivation Central Station uh, Facebook page. And she was amazing, full of energy, you know, just trying to right a wrong and change justice. And, you know, I was able to share with this, this young person what happened? And I realized, you know, in the last 40 some odd years, nothing has changed. Right? Um, by God's grace, I was able to work in um, our most densely populated African American community. Um, it's two oh six zip code here in the state. If you look it up, it's one of the poorest uh, zip codes in the country. And you know, you ask yourself, why are people burning these establishments? Is because they don't quite see it the same way. You know, when you have lack of opportunity, there were times often I would be doing what we call psych social assessments with people that would come in to our treatment center. And, you know, you ask them about their drug history, about their family history, their medical history. And then you get into employment opportunities, and uh, very common, m- more common than not that I would say, have you, what type of work have you done? And, and people would respond, I haven't done any work. And I'd say, well, why is that? And often I would hear, well, I applied for 10 jobs, 15 jobs. I had somebody once tell me I applied for 20 jobs, never got a call back. And so, um, I just gave up, and so lack of opportunity. So, we look at that grocery store as you know, feeding the community, and the other rage and anger comes from what has this place ever done for our community when you don't see diversity and that sort of thing. So um, I think that's where some of the angst comes from. Um, and so I think, too, when we look at the police, we need sensitivity training. Um, when I worked in the African-American community for myself, they would say, well, what are you doing here? Why are you applying for this job? And I would say, well, I have the disease of alcoholism and I, you know, like substances, anything that feels good. I want to want to put it in my body. And I lost four friends to addiction and I'm here to help people. And so I worked in um, those environments, uh, I'm taking a sip of my coffee here. But um, and so we need sensitivity training. Um, you know, everybody desires the same thing. That you desire, they want a nice home. They want uh, some transportation, if possible. They would like, um, you know, anything that you would like. That's what I've learned through my whole travels and journeys. Um, No matter where people come from, no matter what country they're from, they all have the dream of same dream that you and I have, and that is owning a home, being safe. And so when you see people getting murdered, um, we need some type of training to say, listen, and my understanding is this gentleman had like a fake $20 bill. I had a fake $50 bill one time. I got paid for cash on a, a job we have done in my small little business. And one of my I paid my employee in cash that day, and he went to a Menard store, a hardware store here, on a Saturday afternoon. He took the bill, and and it was counterfeit. So, um, does it justify even being put into handcuffs? I don't think so. Um, that's just my my belief on it, you know. Um, so, I wanted to just get on here today share that in 40 years nothing has changed but what can we do we can do sensitivity training we need to bring communities together we need to have discussions so we all learn that we all want to have the same dreams and goals um you know so um and then we can't have people at the top of our country you know not defending everybody we need to you know, we are a melting pot and there's so much beauty and diversity. It's so interesting to learn about different people's cultures and, and just uh, their beautiful spirits. So that's what I have for you today. Um, hopefully we can turn around the training of police officers. We can open our arms and employ people. And I think we'll have a better, more positive world. So glad I got to hang out with you this morning. We need to not have any more George Floyds. We need to remember this person and honor him in the highest respect. And we need to have open discussions on how to bring resources into poor communities and build them from the inside up. We need to teach entrepreneurship. We need to get some money into these food deserts and, you know, help because the time is now. And so I love each and every one of you. I want you to go out there and try to help somebody today. And, um, You know, we'll talk about goals on another day because my head's just really wrapped in this misery and we need to get out of it. And if I believe what I talk about, the opposite of tragedy is opportunity. So hopefully a lot of good will come out of this and may not look like it today. And it rarely does when we have traumatic events happen, but... You know, in the worst soil is where the most beautiful flowers grow. And so hopefully um, we're back on um, a year from now on this topic. uh, We see a lot of change. So love each and every one of you. You guys have a prosperous day and go help another human being and have a great one.